his left, Jess on his right. Hey, hold up, don't start a fight. He's got you covered with all the sports. Don't fret, he's wearing shorts. It's time for Waking Jake in the morning. Waking Jake at night. Jake sucks. And good morning, or good afternoon, or good night, Bakers. What is going on, everyone? And welcome to Wake and Jake. There are more good baseball topics than I thought. There is a nice NFL weekend slate, including some cool things. Zach Wilson comes back for the Jets, some other smaller things like that. Uh, The baseball, when I was coming on today, you know, I I was... Wondering if there was going to be judge talk and pool host talk. That's kind of been the running thing for a little bit. I actually had hopped on the We Got Ice show again with the lads, and they wanted some Albert Pujols and some judge stuff. And I was like, I actually was, uh, was laughing, and I, I, I wonder if it comes off douchey. I don't think it did at all. It's me and We Got Ice <laughs> as I wear basically a candy necklace for those watching on YouTube. Um, but I was like, man, you're talking to... Genuinely a really good source to be asking. I used to copy Albert Pujols' stance. I do talking baseball. They were laughing because they're like, we totally do not view you as a guy that people come to for base actual baseball information three times a week. And I was like, yeah, that's I kind of get it. Around the office, that's not necessarily the vibe I give off. I don't walk around to other desks and I'm like, Lars Newt Bar, really hot in his past two weeks, but maybe I should. Um we talked some pools and how great that was. Judge, I, I think, is really interesting. The Yankees clinch. Uh, Judge still hasn't hit his home run. It's seven games now? Or is it eight? Seven? I think seven games. Really interested to see the Yankees clinch. They do the celebration. One of my favorite days of the year, seeing the boys really let it eat. Uh, you can never get sick of that. And it truly shows, you know... As fans, we ride the ups and downs with our teams, but they don't get to show a lot of the ups and downs. And when they clinch the division, and, you know, it's been clinched in theory for the past week. They won a couple big games that they had to win. That it was going to happen, but they still had to do it. That they clinch, and they, they full-out celebrate. And, and, and I love that, because sometimes the Yankees... They like to bite their tongue a little bit, and we're playing for rings and all that, but they, they let it eat for winning the division. Um, you know, Judge is letting his hair down a little bit. You get to see, you know, every press conference I've seen with Aaron Judge since home run number 50 mm-hmm. has been, like, as buttoned up as he can be because that's kind of where he has to live. So he was letting it eat. Nestor's going nuts. Michael K on the call at the end dropping the, you know, Loving that the Yankees get to uh, Vlad let the Yankees celebrate in his house. Uh, I DM'd Kay. I try not to overstep my boundaries with that. I told him I loved it. Um, not because I love like, oh, trash talk, go get them Jays. It goes back to something that I, I need to I credit Jimmy on, and it makes sense. And for a little while, I kind of got away from it, and this will make you again laugh with my outfit. Sports are fun. Sports are fun. So Michael K at the end of the 
at the end of the call where the Yankees are about to celebrate winning the AL East after the Jays, before this season, said, you know, uh, last year was the the prequel or the trailer. The, the, the trailer. This, this year's going to be the movie. You know, to have the Yankees come and win the division. Uh, and, you know, the day after Vlad walks it off and he's, you know, doing the this is my house, my house, you know, for the Yankees to celebrate in, in their house, if you will. Uh, so Michael K sends just, it's such a small sports jab. Like, it's not, it's not hurting anyone's feeling. It's fun. Uh, and that was Jimmy. He pointed it out to me. Like, the MLB Network shows, I, I would watch them a little bit. But, you know, he's, he said if you put it on mute and you didn't do any of the cut-ins, it looks like a politics show. It's a bunch of people in suits dressed up. Sports are supposed to be fun. And Kester on that call, I thought that was fun. The Yankees clinching was fun. Uh, and now they will line things up for the playoffs. And Judge, I'm super interested to see. Everyone was kind of on the he's going to sit today because they have a double off day. I think he's got a DH. We're chasing history. We've got eight games left. Something like that. I don't know. I'm, I'm super interested to see because... Yeah, it's three against the Orioles and then four against the Rangers. To burn a game while we're chasing history, where you could just DH them, four at-bats. Yeah. It is what it is. I I don't know. I also get the double rest. I love double rest. I get the double rest. We're past game 154. Last night was 154. Mm. So I... There is something to be said. I guess if you want to double rest him now, clear the head, and he gets a home series to get 61 and 62. I you, guess there's a world where I, I can buy into that. I I've get it. rest him again before the end of the season. They you're, said in that. Such, you're in such a special situation with Boone, and let's, let's be honest, like a lot of times the front office is making that lineup. You're in such a unique situation here, chasing history and what Judge is doing. You have to act, you have to read the room. Like, Judge gets a vote, but you have to assume every player's vote is going to be I'm in. Um, I think if, if you're Booney, you would have to go to war today. And, like, if, if, you, if you really think Aaron Judge needs that off day to get the double off day and be ready for seven more games, and think about where we're at, guys. Seven games. I know Judge has been hitting a lot of tanks. But a lot of players can go seven games without hitting a lot of home runs. Judge leads baseball and homers by so much. He just did seven, and I think the most he went was like nine games without a homer this year. Like, it it happens. Everything's still, you know, I think everything is still going to happen. I guess if you could DH him today, and, you know, I could be proven wrong in a little bit, and one guy throws one hanging slider... And then that 61 is done, and you have an off day tomorrow. I'd like to think you run him out there. His mom's up in Toronto. I don't know. We will see. Very cool. The Yankees parties, they will be the two seed. They will play the Guardians and whoever becomes the last wildcard team, which is going to be really interesting. And I've, I've been drinking Guardians Kool-Aid lately. Man, they can pitch a little bit. They can hit a little bit. They have fun. They have speed, defense. Cleveland should be rocking for those wild card games. And Bieber McKenzie, that's a nice one too. Speaking of, Tristan McKenzie, towing the slab. Go check it out.
The other fun conversations in baseball, one we don't even have to dive into. Tyler Glasnow is back for the race. Speaking of wildcard teams and Rose rotation, um, Tyler Glasnow is back. He's a gem of a human. I, uh, a lot of you probably know. I kind of want to dislike him. Tall, handsome guy on the Rays. Awesome. Awesome. Every Rose rotation of his is a must-listen. Uh, he's got the Cole Tucker stamp of approval. He is an, just an elite human being. Um, no other way to say it. So excited for him to be back. And that could change. That can change the Rays postseason outlook. Like when that guy's right, he's different. Let's put low expectations on it. He's coming on Tommy John. These are some of his first innings back. He's been rehabbing and all that. But um, let's, I, I don't want to put the bar on him, but that should be exciting for Rays fans and potentially some AL funny business. Like if the Rays are in the playoffs and he looks good. I don't think they're going to stretch him out, stretch him out. Yeah. But the Rays don't care. If, if he could start a game and give you two, three innings, that's kind of how Rays baseball works. So, like, uh, With the Rays, like it kind of always is with them, it's quality over quantity with their pitching. and Innings. Just, we'll figure out how to get to the end point. If you can give us two good ones, we'll take that over four fine ones. By the way. Another guy who's shoving for them and looking gross and was on Pitch Ninja last night, Pete Fairbanks is back. That guy mm-hmm. was pitching in eighth innings and ninth innings of big-time playoff games. Hadn't been around most of the year. He looks back-back. Rays, don't sleep on him. They're going to be a tough matchup for whoever gets it. Um, I mean, the American League is set, huh? Like, Orioles aren't going to catch one of these other teams. So it's going to be their seeding with the wild card teams that can come into play, but yeah, it's it's the wild card seeding at this point. Uh, in the National League, the storyline is the Mets and the Braves. As we record this Wednesday, September twenty eighth, the Mets and the Braves are ninety seven and fifty eight each. Unreal that it's gotten to this point. This is the beauty of baseball. There's some stuff that I I just stumbled into that this game was in Atlanta. I didn't have my Atlanta hat on. BBD was talking about they're scared of rain this weekend because of the hurricane. Said that kind of weird. Um, everyone be safe. Uh, but, man, you talk about three games to decide a season. If you take two out of three, you are essentially the favorite. Each of the t- these teams has one more game tonight. Mets play the Marlins, and then they finish up with the Nats. The Braves have one more with the Nats, and then they finish up with the Marlins. So, <laughs> with a three-game set in between, Mets-Braves, all 7 p.m. kickoffs. I mean, this is your first playoff series of the year. We'll see what goes on with the weather, and like, we'll see if there's like damage and stuff up there. I, I know they were looking into creative options. I, I don't know how creative you can get on this kind of short notice. And I don't know how creative you want to get. Because think about what we're talking about. These games are going to decide these two teams' seasons. And what are we going to do? Like play them in Tampa if it's available? In like a kind of empty ballpark? I don't know if you could do that. Can you? I don't know. So some funny business going on there. That, However and whenever they play those games, they're must-watch. They're the first playoff series of the year. I am on a fade-the-fade kick with that. I think whoever ends up in the wild card is going to be fine because I think the way playoff series end up working out, say if the Mets blow this and they're in the wild card and whatever, 
They go Scherzer to Grom. Let's say they win them both. They're nasty. They're good. Heck, even they go three. Bassett, he gets it done. Awesome. Congrats, the Mets. Which I think they will. I think the Mets are a really good team. I think the Mets and the Braves are both really good teams. Um, if, I, you, if you gave me the option to pick both of those to come out of the National League this year, I would take it over the Dodgers and the rest of the field. Bassett, DeGrom, Scherzer are lined up for that series. Freed, Wright, Morton. I mean, it, that is fantastic. Um, and if we're being honest, I think I am rooting for the Mets. Uh, I know that sometimes confuses Yankee fans or people outside of New York who are like, Yankees, Mets, Yankees, Mets. I'm not that guy. Um, if we end up in the same division, which we might in the next three to five years, then yes, then I'm, I'm worried about that. Uh, as of now, I still love the story with Buck Showalter and they signed Scherzer. They got the rich owner. They're trying to not be the Mets. Um, and if you get caught by the Braves in the last week of the season after holding them off all year, that's pretty Metsy. That's pretty Metsy. And it's, it also shouldn't be because Atlanta is such a good team. They are stacked on talking baseball. We did our position units and we're going through some of the fan graph stats and rankings and the top of the list everywhere, Braves, Dodgers, Houston Astros. So, uh, whenever and however they play those games, it's kind of must watch. Um, I'll be slightly rooting for the Mets, and however it sorts out, I still believe in both teams. Um, because what I was just saying about the Mets, say that happens and they, they advance three games. So, okay, they have to throw Carrasco or Taiwan Walker in game one. Not ideal. Sure. Has Taiwan Walker or Carlos Carrasco given good starts before? Yes. A lot. And that's where baseball gets kooky. That say they sneak out a win in that game and now you have Scherzer, DeGrom, Bassett lined up. Like, I... I've obviously never seen this playoff format. I'm kind of guessing and hoping, but just knowing how baseball works, I think the Mets or the Braves, whoever comes out of the wild card, is going to win their DS series because I think the series is going to end up flipping naturally that whoever pitches in their early games is going to get lined up for the right games in that series. Um, must watch. Pete Alonso is a star. Uh, I know we know him as kind of the silly polar bear. He hits home runs. It's, you know, is Judge all around better? Yes. But what Pete Alonso's done, he hit his 40th. He hit his 40th, a year where offense is down. He has a 146 OPS plus, career 140 OPS plus, um, 131 RBI. Like, Pete Alonso is a bona fide stud. He's not just like, Kind of an empty power hitter. Like, he hits, and he's really good. Um, I, I love me some Pete Alonzo. I uh, will be rooting Mets this weekend. Sorry, Braves. Sorry, Peter Moylan. Although, I think he might be around. Do you know about this? I'm going to text yeah. Peter Moylan. We have, we, we don't, not a, not a slide at the Braves. And I'm not going to say you'll be upset if they do it, but. No. No, I'm not, I'm not nearly rooting against the Braves. I'm mostly rooting for good baseball um, and then with a kicker of the Mets just because it's been this storyline season. And I also think the Braves are set up for the next five years that if the Mets could 
get one. Uh, it might be just like better for baseball. Uh, there was another team popping bottles last night, the St. Louis Cardinals, uh, as they clinched the NL Central. They were toe-in-toe with the Brewers for a while. Even the Brewers had a solid little lead for a while early on this year. The Cardinals caught them and then lapped them. The Brewer crew felt like they were never the same uh, after um, the trade deadline. I know that's a little unfair because think about what happened with Hayter and he was pitching bad. The thing I said all along was it felt like they needed to make one more contending move. If you thought Hayter time was over for this year and you were making a calculated move for next year, which I get as a business-wise, you needed to make one more boost for this year. It felt like... They didn't make it. They're a game and a half back of Philly. Philly has lost three straight. Milwaukee has lost their last two. So maybe that becomes more of a dog fight to the end. Um, St. Louis was celebrating on Milwaukee. So uh, they should get a B lineup today. Philly's playing the Cubs, which, hey, you got to take care of your business, man. Uh, maybe that becomes messier. Maybe it doesn't. Philly has the tiebreaker. All important this year as they're not going to play a one-game play-in or anything like that. So they're a game and a half up, two in the loss column, uh, which is essentially three. So that's really tough. That's going to be really tough. Philly would have to continue to dig a hole, and Milwaukee would have to get hot, which they are not. San Diego, basically safe in the playoffs. They're two and a half up on Philly. Uh, That's going to be really interesting if they can hold off Philly and Milwaukee. San Diego will be lined up with the Mets uh, mm. or the Braves, which, or excuse me. So, oh. yes, because St. Louis would be the three seed. It's similar to what's going on in the AL. St. Louis would be the three, yeah. and they're going to get the six seed, which will so be he- Philly or Milwaukee most likely. And then San Diego will have That'd to be four or five. We'll have to either go to the Mets or Atlanta, which is a brutal draw for them. I, hmm. you know, no shots fired at St. Louis, but travel wise and just who the Mets and Braves are, um, I'm not saying funny business gets involved here. I'm, I don't think the Padres should start losing games to try to get that six, but hmm. not your ideal draw. At, at the same time, they're eight and two in their last ten. Soto is starting to go. The Padres starting pitching is no joke. I've been yelling about it all year. I actually thought I took their starting pitching in the position unit draft. I didn't. I got roped into Trevor's Brewers, and I think that was a mistake. Snell, Musgrove, Darvish. I don't know. I don't know, man. Snell, Musgrove, Darvish with Hayter on the back end. A couple other guys in in their bullpen figuring it out, whether it's Suarez, uh, Nick Martinez, Pierce Johnson, Luis Garcia. Um, and then it's Soto and Machado in, in that lineup. And what, what contributions will they get from Cronenworth, Drury, Bell? Um, it's so nuts Tatis isn't a part of this. Yeah. It's so There's, nuts. Uh, Sad. Yeah. Sad. B, it's a notable absence. Good. There's some good. It's going to be either the Mets or, or, uh, or Braves. Some good uh, NLE stuff with them, and and ending up having to face Soto in a playoff. Right, that's just that's just good good humor. Old friends. The NL is a bloodbath, as I just told you. I you know I I'm buying Mets Mets and Brave stock. I I I like that San Diego team. I do think they're outgunned by the Mets in Atlanta, but three games. 
Like, you Darvish can pitch seven shutout pretty easily. Blake Snell can pitch six shutout pretty easily. He's been on fire. I was dying last night. My guy Eno Saris. Um, because we've gotten to see a lot of Snell through the years because he's been, you know, raised um, in pitch limits, and he's a, kind of a high-pitch count guy. He likes to avoid. He's not a pitch to contact. He He's trying to strike you out, um, and that's fine, and that, it works for him. Uh, <laughs> you know, Sarah's tweeted out last night. Through four, Blake Snell on pace for an 185-pitch <laughs> shutout. On what looks like about two hours of sleep. Think they let him go nine. Um, I was, Blake Snell has always had tired eyes since he's come up. It sucks that he's like a gamer guy. Because I think that gets labeled with him a little bit. Um, and the fact. <laughs> 185 pitches. They would. <laughs> that's not happening. In modern day baseball. I'm going to say that. Um, so. That was kind of the fun baseball around the horn. That snook up on me. The Mets Brave stuff is the biggest stuff to track. Um, I guess if the Phillies keep just being a disaster, like, stop the bleeding, Philadelphia. Like, don't become a story. How about that? How about that? And uh, finishing up on Judge, uh, I said this on the We Got Ice show, so I might as well say it here. Uh, he's definitely feeling it a little. I know that probably sounds obvious to the outside world. Um. I think Judge is so chill and, and cool about everything that he's he's actually doing, he's up in the chill a little bit, talking to, talking to fans while he's on deck and things like that. Um, you know, in a way, I think he's, he's reversing the reverse. And, you know, I'm, I'm being chill. Look at this. I'm doing this. He had a couple funny things on the field, which is good. Like, be chill and get through it that way. But he's definitely, and just like anyone on the world, in the world should, He's feeling it just a little bit. He's feeling it just a little bit. Uh, you got anything, babes? Yeah, I'm with you on the judge stuff. You can see him in the dugout, like like trying to talk to teammates more. And yeah. Not that he doesn't normally, but like something about it, like just, just from watching every day, it, it looks like he's making an effort to do that. I think he's just got the image of like, if he's sitting on the bench not talking to someone, just staring into space, like, that's kind of a bad look right yeah. now. There was, like, oh, there was like, one the other it. day that yeah. he was doing that. Yeah. It was, like, you, you could seem like he was looking at the iPad, and it's, like, that's what he's supposed to right. do. Right. Normally but. in a game, you think about your at-bats. Uh, that's what a lot, <laughs> that's what every hitter does. Um, so, we'll see. We'll see. I'm interested to see if he DHs today. I, I've been leaning that way. It's also understandable if he doesn't, but, man... I don't know, to sit on it for 48 hours, not play, and be like, I've got seven, seven games to hit two home runs? Like, that's not easy. Like, people need to know that's not easy. I know Judge has made yeah. that look very easy. It's been, that's been an easy ask for him this that's year. That's a hot but... streak for any other player. For any other player, that's a hot streak. So, uh, I don't know, interesting times. Excited to see it play out. And for podcasts only, you're good for the YouTube. We are going to talk football. Because football week three is here. And it's exciting. I, I went through the schedule a little bit. I want to do a little better, just re fully reading and reacting. Although I, I like laying out the weekend for you. Um the, the highlights that I can see. 
I'll give you some games of the weekend. Buffalo, Baltimore. Uh, they are a 1 o'clock game in Baltimore. Lamar Jackson is on God mode so far this year. He can kind of do whatever he wants, as you well know, and I need to stop talking about before I get myself in more trouble. I think they should have won that Dolphins game. Uh, Lamar is going. He's going to get a big, big bag uh, sometime soon. In Buffalo, uh, <laughs> it's the it's the matchup of the teams that the Dolphins got. Uh they lost to the Dolphins last week, 21-19, to the butt-punt game. Uh, that, I'm, I'm going to do my best to watch that game. That's in the 1 o'clock slate. The night game, Patrick Mahomes in Kansas City at Tampa Bay with Tom Brady. So, the NFL... Last week, there wasn't... There was a couple, but it was... And let's see, and okay... They're rolling it out this week. Um, I'm excited. Uh, so now let's map it out a little bit for you. Uh, also, I mentioned it at the start of the other one. Zach Wilson is back for the Jets. Let's see what the kids got. He uh, he was starting to slightly win me over. Uh, he was having moments, which I didn't think Zach Wilson was going to have moments when I first saw him. Um, but he is having some moments. The Thursday night game. You may be listening to this on Thursday. Miami at Cincinnati. Interesting. These Thursday games sometimes get sloppy when teams have left time to prepare. The Thursday unders have kind of been a thing since, since they started rolling out these Thursday games. Tua versus Burrow is now a thing. It's in Cincinnati. The Bengals coming off a nice win against the Jets after... Uh, Tough losses to the Steelers and the Cowboys. Again, they didn't play any preseason games. How about this? If if I'm going to lean in, I might as well keep leaning in. I'll go Bengals. Um, and at some point, I'm either right or the Dolphins can make me look bad all year. Um, although, Tyreek Hill and Eli Apple, former Giants great. That's, that's fun. Sports are fun. Tyreek Hill in his locker room after a really nice win over... The Super Bowl favorites, easily, is in his locker talking about how much he wants Eli Apple for the Bengals. So, uh, and I saw, I was reading some of the comments and stuff. I, I don't think there's going to be a lot of Tyreek Hill and Eli Apple one-on-one. Uh, half shots fired at Eli Apple. Half, there's not many guys that can do that in the NFL. Or, like, anyone. Still can't believe, like, how freaky Tyreek Hill is. Um... I'll be interested to see. Uh, ticket price is big in Cincinnati. Big Thursday night game. Cincy with a chance to go 2-2 two and two after those first early early season losses. Get I'll, back on the rails. I'll lean into it. Uh, and, hey, I'll say this for Dolphins fans. At first, I wasn't expecting to be wrong. There's part of me that's expecting me to be wrong. Maybe the two of Magic and McDaniel, like we've talked about week in, week out, is real. Um, I want to get a line on this game just so I don't seem like a a horse's casserole. Um, TNF would be Thursday night football, right? Uh, Bengals are four points favorites. Okay. So, Vegas kind of in a similar lane than me. Actually don't love four points with how the Dolphins are playing. <laughs> Might not bet that game. But, um, let's see. Dolphins, if they can go 4-0, Bengals, Bills, this, those are some real... Real wins. Ravens, although I hate that one. Um, 
Where did I leave off? Uh, just lost the NFL schedule. ESPN. Um, what other games for this weekend? Uh, so that's Thursday. The one o'clock slate is actually the nine thirty a.m. slate. Yep, we're heading to Tottenham where the Hotspur play, and we have a big Vikings Saints game. Uh, I don't know. I think the thing is we've never had a good London game. They're always sloppy. Like, always, always sloppy. Um, Dalvin Cook is banged up, but it's a shoulder injury that he's dealt with through the years. It sounds like he's going to play. I hate that because, as BBD knows, I love Alexander Madison. Yep. Alexander Madison. Uh, and, you know, that would be cool if he goes over to America. I feel like there's, or goes over to America, goes over to London. Uh, and New Orleans, I don't know. I really have nothing for you. Oh, my God. There's a picture on the Saints ESPN page that's Jameis Winston just with, like, the worst, just like a sad face. It's a pretty brutal picture, pretty unfair. Um, so, if you want to have your breakfast and watch NFL football, it's usually a nice time until the third quarter, and you're like, what are we watching? Why are we watching this? Um, but you get a little bonus foosball on this day. 1 o'clock, Cleveland, Atlanta. I'm going to give you a no. Cleveland would love to get off to that 3-1 and one start that we've been talking about, and they very well can, and they probably will. Uh, Atlanta does nothing for me still. Sorry, Mariota. Um, Washington, Dallas, the Cooper Rush Show continues on against uh, the Commanders. Um, I don't know. I, I think America kind of loves when a backup quarterback can put it together for a little bit. The Commanders uh, and Carson Wentz just uh, uninspiring. They got rolled by the Eagles, and that makes sense. They lost to the Lions the week before that. Um, I don't know. I, I think the Carson Wentz never owned his stock, never wanted to own his stock, not owning his stock now. Seattle at Detroit. Give me some Lions, baby. Give me some Lions. I think, you know, again, they got the win against the Commanders. They kind of blew the lead against the Vikings. They had a great comeback versus the Eagles, which, again, I think that score by the end of the year is going to look fantastic. Take the leap, Lions, and being able to kind of beat up on this Seahawks team would be a big step. How good would a big Lions win for? Let's get it. I believe in it. I, I believe in their rushing attack. I believe in their passing attack. Um, don't know about the defense, but I don't know about Seattle's offense. So Detroit, get loud. Get rowdy. Let's get to five hundy. Tennessee at Indianapolis. The Colts, after looking dead in the water, 0-1-1, they beat the Chiefs 20-17. Now they host the Titans. The Titans just got on the board with their first win of the season over the Raiders after the Raiders couldn't uh, convert that two-point conversion. They got rolled by the Bills, and they lost at home to the Giants. You have to figure the Colts are going to get their season on path and get Jonathan Taylor going, and, and Matt Ryan had some moments, and, you know, going from your season looks like it could be going as bad as possible to having it saved, which the Titans could say too, right? And De Derrick Henry looked like he was getting it going last week. In Indy, uh, Colts, 
Jonathan Taylor. I I believe. I believe in it. The Bears and the Giants. Holy smokes. In MetLife. <laughs> How about this? Uh, I'm not going to watch. I'm going to root for the Giants via Twitter and watch the talking Giants guys go through that, but Fields, Danny Dimes. I'm I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm sorry. I mean, I, I'm rooting for the Giants to be good. I want them to be three and one. Uh I have to wear a Cowboys jersey at one point. Taylor Hearn bet me during the game. Cause I think he just assumes I'm a Giants fan. Because mm. I get it. Uh but he was like, hey like football is your like a uh, off. It's my oddball. He was like, hey, Cowboys win. You gotta wear a Cowboys jersey. I was like, all right. Might buy one anyways. Like a swaggy uh-huh. one. That won't, like, hurt your soul. Uh, Troy Aikman, Michael Irvin jersey. We'll figure it out. Um, but, yeah, don't don't watch that. Bet the under, whatever it is. 38, under. 36, under. Just, 39 and a half is the line I'm seeing. Jacksonville at Philly. Can my baby Jags give the Eagles a scare? I would love if they do. I currently don't believe, although, what do I love in sports? Motivation. What is the one thing, what is the most motivated person on the field? Former Eagles coach, Doug Peterson. Going in with this Jaguars team, the Jaguars never known as a, as a football powerhouse, although that one Bortles throw, remember? Uh, if they could go into Philly and give these dominant Eagles, we are bad MFers. If they can give them an actual run for their money, how sweet would that be? I'm not going to buy it. Um, I I am going to consume more and more Eagles until they burn me, and I don't think at home this early in the season they're going to burn me yet. Um, Hertz looks incredible. Um, I would love if my baby Jags give him a scare. No, this game would get even uglier. I think if the Jags like have a first half lead, like if they go into the first half fourteen to ten, or something like that, I think that would even be worse for the Jaguars. So if that happens, bet Eagles second half hard, because I think they would wake up and be like, "Okay, the baby Jags want to play. Let's go get them." Pittsburgh at the Jets. No, I'm sorry. Or Jets at Pittsburgh. Um, Again, I'm interested in Zach Wilson. I think this is a game the Jets can win if Zach Wilson looks okay. Um, Don't watch it. Bills at Baltimore told you. Probably the game, if not one of the games of the weekend. And then Chargers at Houston. Watch out, Chargers. They just got punched in the mouth last week. Herbert's banged up. And Houston has been playing competitive games. 20 bucks to get in the building uh, for that game for anyone in the Houston area. So... That's your full 1 o'clock slate, uh, what you're looking at there. Uh, Jags-Eagles, if they could give them a scare, would be fantastic, but it's Buffalo-Baltimore. You're watching that, and maybe we'll have some tea and crumpets for that London game. The 4 p.m.s, Arizona at Carolina, no. No. Uh, Carolina, they got uh, their first win against the Saints at home. Um Lost a close one to the Giants and the Browns. I bet that's a good game, unfortunately. I don't 
I don't believe in the Cardinals enough, or even if they're clicking for Kyler to dominate a roadie. Um, couple OU, Boomer Sooner quarterbacks, Kyler Murray, Baker Mayfield, big game in Oklahoma. Um, you know, I'd even... If the Cardinals are favored, I think I'd put even just a little bit... It looks like Carolina. They're favored? By one and a half. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Uh, in Both... Fr- in Carolina, they're K- C-A-R and Cardinals, so that oh, wow. I had to really think on that for a sec. Whoa. But, yeah. Mental gymnastics. Yeah. I, and I guess that's the whole point. Vegas doesn't joke with their money. Who the, Car- who the Cardinals are supposed to be with Kyler Murray, and I know Hopkins is still out and, and whatever, they should be f- a favored team in Carolina. But West Coast team going east, um... I mean, the fact that Baker Mayfield and the Carolina Panthers are 1-2 and two and favored over Arizona um, might be damning for who they are this season. And if they do slip up, they have the Eagles the next week. Um, so, be careful, Arizona. New England at Green Bay, no. I, uh, Green Bay is starting to click. The Patriots, I think it's Hoyer season. So... I don't know if you need to watch that. Maybe one you should watch, Denver versus Las Vegas. I hope and hope and hope this is the offensive breakout game for my Broncos, and I hope it's a goddamn shootout. Um, Because the Broncos game so far are 17-16, 16-9, and 11-10. They are 2-1. If they could get to 3-1 at Las Vegas, that would be fantastic. Uh, everything that we've seen this season, and that includes the 0-3 Las Vegas Raiders, would tell you the Raiders are going to win this game, which really stinks. Um, Nathaniel Hackett and Russell Wilson should get better. Oh, my God. I haven't watched the new Russell Wilson thing. Have you seen that? The sandwich thing? Oh, I it popped up while I was in the middle of some stuff. So I, I, I haven't I, watched it. Maybe I'll watch it live. I've seen some images of it. So it's but... a Subway commercial. Let's see how cringe this is. This will be a, a live reaction um, if I can find it. Um, Russell Wilson Subway commercial. How about Subway? How much advertising money do they have? Mm. Should we... Should we be with Subway? I'm, I'm, I'm available to talk. Have your people talk to my people. I'm, uh, I've clicked on everything that should have the video, um, and it's not loading yet, so maybe we'll come back to that. Um, Russ, I don't know, man. I would love to see the Broncos offense do something. Uh, I... I think it was someone on I think it was someone on Ryan Rasillo. I don't know if it was Dilfer or Rasillo or someone else, but they said there's an argument that the Broncos five years leading up to the season are some of the worst five years of quarterback play you have seen. And now we got Russell Wilson. We have this talented offense. I would love to see them click and I'd love to be like, all right, it's three and one. I can put everything in our rear view. We put up thirty points. Let's map out the rest of the season. If I can't do that, um, I'm going to be in a dark space just a little bit. Just a little bit. Um, and then the night game. Like I said, NFL has this week figured out. AM game. Uh, 
Buffalo and Baltimore, which could be an AFC championship type game. And then Kansas City, Tampa Bay, your 8 p.m. game in Tampa. Brady really hasn't gone this year. Uh, Just lost to Rodgers. They're an offense that hasn't clicked yet. Couple NFL offenses that haven't gone yet. If we could get a Brady Mahomes shootout, that would be awesome. People are really selling on Brady. I, I think some of the advanced stuff looks bad, and some of their O line concerns, and a lot of their wideouts are out. Uh, in Arrowhead, or no, excuse me, in Raymond James. So that makes it better. If this was in Kansas City, I think I'd be saying Chiefs roll. Um, but yeah, a lot of people are genuinely concerned about Brady and the Bucks. That's usually when he rears his head. Um, that being said, I don't know. Chiefs coming off of a loss uh, after they had looked so dominant. Um, I hope Tampa. I hope Tampa can give them a game, and we next next week we're talking Brady Mahomes. But I'm I'm not buying that Kool Aid yet. <laughs> BBD's Brady. I get it. Um. So that's your football. Um. Okay, I've got the commercial. I'm watching it. Okay. He's got his own signature sandwich. He's eating the sandwich. And he's talking about being dangerous. Dangerous. Yeah, it's it's a it's a bit of a tough watch. Um Oh god. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh PFT commented and retweeted the video and said he delivers the entire monologue like a serial killer who's calmly talking to someone he tied to a chair with their mouth tape shut. <laughs> um Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. Um so Yeah, that's that's where the Broncos season is currently at. I I need that mm. offense to go. I'm not going to pretend I liked it. I need that offense to go. I need that offense to look good. Um golly. Uh so with that, uh Bakers, I thank you guys. Can I give it a comment of the day? I should, I would and I will. Uh thank you guys for continuing to bake the algorithm. Uh, last time I talked to you, we were talking some pool holes, uh, some Jaguars. Ooh, good good picture of me in my uh, team baggage jersey. Ooh. Um, Ethan Hayabusa said, in a recent interview, Albert hinted that Anaheim didn't want him doing certain things toward the end of his tenure. They really wanted him pulling the ball and probably not really getting singles to the opposite field and stuff. He didn't say it bluntly, but he more or less said he got some bad habits during that time. Uh, he gets a ton of rest and has played in f- favorable matchups. Seems to have worked for him. Yeah, I think I think analytics are starting to get here. When we talked about the San Francisco Giants when they won 107 games, I think veterans and rest and having the right approach is very important. Um, CJ Cable, I definitely get the different views of Albert. I was old enough and should have appreciated more when he was in MVP prime winning form. But nobody in my family followed baseball at all, and I didn't get into it in college. Um, yeah, the, the pool stuff is interesting because he, uh, um, he never had the judge season. He never had the outlier chasing history season that would have got him that extra pub and almost coming off of the steroid era, you know, his nickname was the machine. 
it was like, you know, I know DJ LeMay, you got that a little bit in Yankee land because there's just an automaticness and almost a, almost a not must watch. Like he's going to do something. Spe- he's almost so good that it was, it, it got boring a little bit. And that's also like Hank Aaron and stuff. Like he was just so consistently doing so good that it almost didn't have more of an appeal. Hmm. I, I know that's a weird thing, but um, so thank you guys uh, for baking the algorithm, listening, adjusting to the new format as, as we mess around with it and try to play the YouTube game just a little, little better. Um, and yeah, yeah, I wanted to... Uh, if, if I need a quick bro of the night, uh, how about Oli, Oli Marmel took over the Cardinals yeah. coaching job? You know, I, I've given some pool host love. I've given Wayno, Yachty, all those guys. They called their shot on kind of getting their new manager, uh, which seems really cool if it works like it did this year with the Cardinals. Reminder, the Toronto Blue Jays, like, they kind of got their manager fired and they were like, oh, yeah, it's time to go. And then now they're going to be in the wild card, and they better hope they win that wild card. Because if they don't, don't think you can blame the manager. Uh, so we'll see what goes on there. I'll, per usual, how about this? A little Connecticut assist. George Springer, ninth leadoff home run. He's like, it's cool. I think he's tied for third all time or something. I believe it's it. Like Ricky Henderson, someone else, and then George Springer. So he's a pretty special ball player. Yeah. You got someone, Biebs? I uh, think I've got a bra to give. Mm. Uh, going to my Dickie Blyer. Mm. Three box in an inning. Essentially the the same kind of balk, too, each yeah. time. Um, and our guy Jerry was on the call, so I'll half bro to him. He said it on, in the yeah. in the video. Like, you're doing this, the same. Mis- you have to adjust. Uh, uh, whether or not you believe that what you're doing is a balk or not, you know they're looking for that right now. So yeah. you got to n- stop doing that specific mistake, man. Brutal situation. Dick Blyer had never been called for a balk. Um, and then he balks. Or they call him for it. Like you said, three straight times. Yeah. Three times in one, one appearance. Mm-hmm. Um. That allows a runner to score. And, yeah, it becomes a stubborn off, right? Because if you're Dick Blyer, you've said, I've pitched X amount of games, have never been called for this. Why should I change what I'm doing? You should change what you're doing, ump. And the ump who's calling him for the buck saying, I'm going to call that a buck. If you do it again, I'll do it again. And, yeah, you get into a little machissimo off. And, yeah, it's never fun for an ump show, not fun for Dick Blyer. Uh yeah. So, How about Jerry Blevins on the call, though? Love that. Shout out, Jerry. And if you're if you're Dick Blyer, I get it. You've been a you've been a very successful reliever for a very long time. You, you feel like you've earned a little juice on those, but gotta. That's one of those calls. And some silly umpire. These are the types of things you're not even supposed to be allowed to argue stuff. But man, go Jerry. Go Jerry. Sorry, Check out Dick Shea Blyer. Station. Check out Chase Station. Check out everything on John Boy Media. Weekly Dumb. Uh, Farm to Fame, if you like relievers, or one of them is. It's Kelsey Winger. Warehouse Games, Ball in Play. What a launch. Electric. What a launch. Go watch it. Really good content. Talking baseball. We went through We went through all of them. The compound. Ian Frapp and the boys. 
Talking Yanks. Everything on John Boy Media. As we get ready for the postseason. Gonna be crazy. One week. Regular season ends. Wow. Wow. Thank you guys. We love you. We'll see you next time. That's a nice sign off.